Blog Talk Radio. Two weeks. Officials in each state, commonwealth, and district, without regard to party or political preference, have certified the winning candidates. Today, a member of the, of the Electoral College, representing the certified winner, cast their votes for president and vice president of the United States in an act just as old as our nation itself. And once again, the American, in America, the rule of law, our Constitution, and the will of the people prevailed. Our democracy pushed, tested, threatened, proved to be resilient, true, and strong. The Electoral College votes, which occurred today, reflect the fact that even in the face of a public health crisis, unlike anything we've experienced in our lifetimes, the people voted. They voted in record numbers. More Americans voted this year than have ever voted in the history of the United States of America. Over 155 million Americans were determined to have their voices heard and their votes counted. In the start of this pandemic, this crisis, many were wondering how many Americans would actually vote at all. But those fears proved to be unfounded. We saw something very few predicted, even thought possible the biggest voter turnout in the history of the United States of America. A number so big that this election now ranks as the clearest demonstration of the true will of the American people. One of the most amazing demonstrations of civic duty we've ever seen in our country. It should be celebrated, not attacked. More than 81 million of those votes were cast for me and Vice President-elect Harris. That too is a record more than any ticket has received in the history of America. It represents a winning margin of more than 7 million votes over the number of votes cast for my opponent. Together, Vice President-elect Harris and I earned 306 electoral votes, well exceeding the 270 electoral votes needed to secure victory. 306 electoral votes is the same number of electoral votes that Donald Trump and Vice President Pence received when they won in 2016. <clears throat> Excuse me. At the time, President Trump called his elect- the Electoral College tally a landslide. By his own standards, these numbers represented a clear victory then, and I respectfully suggest they do so now. If anyone didn't know before, they know now. What beats deep in the hearts of the American people is this, democracy the right to be heard, to have your vote counted, to choose leaders of this nation, to govern ourselves. In America, politicians don't take power. People grant power to them. The flame of democracy was lit in this nation a long time ago. And we now know nothing, not even a pandemic or an abuse of power, can extinguish that flame. And as The people kept it aflame, so too did courageous state and local officials and election workers. American democracy works because America makes it work at a local level. One of the extraordinary things we saw this year was that everyday Americans, our friends and our neighbors, often volunteers, Democrats, Republicans, independents, demonstrating absolute courage, they showed a deep and unwavering faith in and a commitment to the law. 
They did their duty in the face of a pandemic. And then they could not and would not give credence to what they knew was not true. They knew this election was overseen, was overseen by them. It was honest, it was free, and it was fair. They saw it with their own eyes. And they wouldn't be bullied into saying anything different. It was truly remarkable because so many of these patriotic Americans are subject to so much enormous political pressure, verbal abuse, and even threats of physical violence. Well, we all wish that our fellow Americans in these positions will always show such courage and commitment to free and fair elections. It is my sincere hope we never again see anyone subjected to the kind of threats and abuse we saw in this election. It's simply unconscionable. We owe these public servants a debt of gratitude. They didn't seek the spotlight. You know, and our democracy survived because of them, which is proof once more that it's everyday Americans infused with honor, character, and decency that is the heart of this nation. You know, in this election, their integrity was matched by their strength, independence, and the integrity of our judicial system. In America, when questions are raised about the legitimacy of any election, those questions are resolved through the legal processes. And that's precisely what happened here. The Trump campaign brought, brought dozens and dozens and dozens of legal challenges to test the result. They were heard again and again. And each of the times they were heard, they were found to be without merit. Time and again, President Trump's lawyers presented arguments to state officials, state legislatures, state and federal courts and ultimately to the United States Supreme Court twice. They're heard by more than 80 judges across this country, and in every case, no cause or evidence was found to reverse or question or dispute the results. A few states went for recounts. All the counts were confirmed. The results in Georgia were counted three times. Didn't change the outcome. The recount conducted in Wisconsin actually saw our margin grow. The margin we had in Michigan was 14 times the margin President Trump won that state by four years ago. Our margin in Pennsylvania was nearly twice the size of the Trump margin four years ago. <clears throat> and yet, none of this has stopped baseless claims about the legitimacy of the results. Even more stunning, 17 Republican attorneys general and 126 Republican members of, the, members of the Congress, actually, they actually signed on to a lawsuit filed by the state of Texas. That lawsuit asked the United States Supreme Court to reject the certified vote counts in Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. This legal maneuver was an effort by elected officials and one group of states to try to get the Supreme Court to wipe out the votes of more than 20 million Americans in other states and to hand the presidency to a candidate who lost the Electoral College, lost the popular vote, and lost each and every one of the states whose votes they were trying to reverse. It's a position so extreme we've never seen it before. A position that refused to respect the will of the people refused to respect the rule of law, and refused to honor our Constitution. Thankfully, a unanimous Supreme Court immediately 
and completely rejected this effort. The court sent a clear signal to President Trump that they would be no part of an unprecedented assault on our democracy. Every single avenue was made available to President Trump to contest the results. He took full advantage of each and every one of those avenues. President Trump was denied no course of action he wanted to take. He took his case to Republican governors and Republican Secretary of State, as he criticized many of them, to Republican state legislatures, to Republican-appointed judges at every level. And in the case decided after the Supreme Court's latest rejection, a judge appointed by President Trump wrote, wrote, quote, this court has allowed the plaintiff the chance to make his case, and he has lost on the merits, end of quote, lost on the merits. Even President Trump's own cybersecurity chief, overseeing our elections, said it was the most secure election in American history, and summarily was let go. Let me say it again. His own cybersecurity chief, overseeing this election, said it was the most secure in American history. You know, respecting the will of the people is at the heart of our democracy. Even when we find those results hard to accept. But that's the obligation of those who have taken on a sworn duty to uphold the Constitution. Four years ago, when I was a sitting vice president of the United States, it was my responsibility to announce the tally of the Electoral College votes in the joint session of Congress that voted to elect Donald Trump. I did my job. And I'm pleased, but not surprised, by the number of my former Republican colleagues in the Senate who have acknowledged already the results of the Electoral College. I thank them. And I'm convinced we can work together for the good of the nation on many subjects. That's the duty owed to the people, to our Constitution, to our history. You know, in this battle for the soul of America, democracy prevailed. We, the people, voted. Faith in our institutions held. The integrity of our elections remains intact. And now it's time to turn the page, as we've done throughout our history, to unite, to heal. As I said in this campaign, I will be president for all Americans. I'll work just as hard for those of you who didn't vote for me as I will for those who did. There's urgent work in front of us. Getting this pandemic under control and getting the nation vaccinated against this virus. Delivering immediate economic help so badly needed by so many Americans who are hurting today. And then building our economy back better than it ever was. In doing so, we need to work together to give each other a chance to lower the temperature. And most of all, we need to stand in solidarity as fellow Americans to see each other, our pains, our struggles, our hopes, and our dreams. We're a great nation. We're good people. We may come from different places, hold different beliefs, but we share in common a love for this country, a belief in its limitless possibilities. For we, the United States of America, has always set the example for the world for a peaceful transition of power. We'll do so again. I know the task before us won't be easy. It's tempered by the pain so many of us are feeling. Today, our nation passed a grim milestone. 
300,000 deaths to do this COVID virus. My heart goes out to each of you in this dark winter of the pandemic, about to spend the holidays and the new year with a black hole in your hearts, without the ones you loved at your side. My heart goes out to all of you who have fallen on hard times through no fault of your own, unable to sleep at night, staring at the ceiling, weighed down by the worry of what tomorrow will bring for you and equally important for your family. But we faced difficult times before in our history. I know we'll get through this one, but together, that's how we get through it together. So as we start the hard work to be done, may this moment give us the strength to rebuild this house of ours upon a rock that can never be washed away. As in the prayer of St. Francis, for where there is discord, union, where there is doubt, faith, where there is darkness, light. This is who we are as a nation. This is the America we love. And that is the America we're going to be. So thank you all. May God bless you. And may God protect our troops and all those who stand watch over our democracy. Thank you. And welcome to All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, John Hollywood. Welcome to a very special edition of our show. As you just heard, the new president of the United States, someone that has morals, someone who has a character, someone who is not a serial liar, someone who's not corrupted, has filed bankruptcies, has stolen money from people, actually is going to bring some honor back to the White House because right now the office of the president isn't, isn't worth romper room. Right now the world leaders are laughing at us. We have to change that. Also we're going to be talking about Biden's deputy director gave the Republicans in an interview straight to their face and they didn't like it at all. But guess what? It's only the beginning Because the Trump campaign and its stupid morons are not the only ones that can talk about things. And this woman, I love her already, Jen O'Malley, she will not hold her tongue. On tonight's show, we're going to be talking about 575 children were separated at the U.S. border by the Trump administration And no one knows where these kids are. Mr. President, where are these children? Did you sell them and pocket the cash? Because I believe you would sell your mother up uh, uh, if she was still alive. I believe you are that dishonest and that cold-hearted. Also, we have a very 
breaking news. The iconic music, Taylor Swift, will be on All You Need to Know Radio later tonight. We're also going to tell you how you can win up to $250 in cash. With that, All You Need to Know Radio starts right now. All right, everybody, welcome back to All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, John Hollywood. Our show is sponsored exclusively by Above and Beyond Design and District. Please follow them and look them up. You can call them at 210-264-2073. We have a jam-packed show for you tonight, including Taylor Swift being on our show, which is unbelievable for me. One of my, one of my biggest idols in the world. And at this time, let's welcome Almost Warbridge with Warbridge and None. Good evening, sir. Good evening, John. Thank you so much for having me on. We actually have some exciting things happening tonight, don't we? Sounds awesome. Like Taylor Swift, huh? Yes, sir. So exciting. Awesome. Lots of other things yeah. happening, too. Uh, guys, I want to give a shout-out on a personal note. Alan White has been missing for over six weeks. Please, right now, his family is just looking for closure. Everybody has already sadly come to the conclusion, or at least I am have sadly come to the conclusion of my friend of over 20 years. Someone goes missing for, 20, for, for six weeks, and you find their vehicle 14 miles away from where they were when they got gas, and then you don't hear anything else about them. It doesn't add up to a good ending. The family just wants closure. So even if you know anything, please reach out to the police. If you know where Alan is, they just need closure. That's not too much to ask of people. Thank you for indulging me and letting me put that personal into the show, but it is so important. Guys, if you want to join the show live and here with me and Almost, if you are, if you dare, because Almost is a pretty uh, informative combat person that I don't know if you want to go against, but the phone number is 516-531-9990. That's 536-516-531-9990. Almost. 575 children are missing from the United States border. They were taken by our border agents, but no one can find them. What do we do? Yes, that's disgraceful. Um, well, I think that... Do you think the president actual... I don't know what happened, John. Um... I think that ICE and the Department of Health and Human Services um, are responsible, and there is a really, really good chance that something nefarious happened, but I just don't know what it is. And, you know, this – the topic of what happened with the corruption in the Trump administration – is a very broad topic. Um, As we've discussed on the show before, 
there are so many scandals that it's hard to keep up. And obviously, the issues at the border, and specifically the child separation policy, is one of the most cruel and obvious scandals. And an investigation to determine what actually happened and who was responsible is appropriate. Because I would love to know what happened. And you know what? If Donald Trump actually sold them and put the cash in his pocket, <laughs> we need to know. The fact that that's a the fact that that's a real possibility, and I I don't think that you know he personally directed the sale or anything, but the fact that there's a possibility that there was some sort of cash for kids kickback it, it is a very real thing, um, and it's worth looking into. And there's you know it's for example. An email came out this week where Trump's appointee to the CDC in, I believe, April um, pushed a strategy of trying to get college students infected with COVID. And that's, you know, one nasty email that came out as a result of a FOIA of a Freedom of Information Act lawsuit. Trump retreated it. Right. Right. He's a moron. Exactly. He's a, he's a jerk, and and the the point that that I'm trying to make is that there are so many scandals and so many things that we have to get to the bottom of that I think an appropriate policy, an appropriate thing for Biden to try to do, is to appoint multiple special prosecutors. Um, and that's never happened in the history of the United States, where there have been, you know, something like 15 special prosecutors all at once. You know what? But we've also never I had such a way That's never happened anymore. Donald Trump mm-hmm. has trampled our Constitution to the point exactly. that just don't say that anymore. It's just going to well, happen. Well, well, the point there is a new America yeah. coming and a new hope. Right. That we and and Biden, you know, you know, Biden and I loved the I, I, I loved the clip that you played and the, the statement that you made about him being kind of moral and ethical and standing up for, you know, one of the things that I, towards the end of the clip, Biden expressed substantial empathy to people who have lost loved ones to COVID. And Trump just hasn't done anything even close to that. As far as I know, ever, I don't recall him giving such a heartfelt – I'm never for, – for anything, but certainly not for COVID. Um, but the, the Listen, point Donald that I think – you're, you're right. Tweeted. Donald Trump has not even mm-hmm. tweeted condolences. He has never mentioned right. one of the people's names that the blood on his mm-hmm. hands for their death is. And to me – Sir, we're on the same page. He's, he's a that's jerk. That's right. It is such a disgrace, and I think you're correct that my um, uh, appeal to precedent – You know, we've never done multiple special prosecutors at once. It, it, the reason that that's not important is because we've never had such a lawless and criminal administration, and so it would make sense to – appoint multiple people to get to the bottom of what happened in such broad topics as um, 
um, uh, corruption with the inauguration, uh, the uh, child separation policy at the border, the um, opening of the Ash- Arctic National Wildlife Refuge in, in Alaska. I mean, all of those things are corrupt and they're pros- probable scandals, but they're very broad and varied, where it probably makes sense rather than having one. AG, uh, Attorney General, or one like Truth and Reconciliation Commission, like a 9-11 commission, in, instead of having just one, I think it would make sense to have 10 um, or you know, have uh, a different individual or office assigned to investigate multiple scandals. And I, I'm kind of dreaming it's kind of a wish list thing, but at the same time, I think that there's a real, real problem, which is that the Republican Party and the federal GOP have made it blatantly clear that if they can steal an election, they will. And if we don't go after them for the breaking oh, yeah. for the for the violations of the rule of law, and when I say we, I mean the people who care about yeah. exactly people who care about democratic principles, not um, the, the small d, not the Democratic Party, but the principles of democracy, and people who care about the rule of law, and um, you know punishing crimes that are committed against the people of the United States and others. Then Absolutely. if we don't go after the people in the Trump administration, the next wannabe dictator we get from the GOP. Is going to be smarter and better at it because Trump is Almost. so incompetent. It doesn't just need to be the Trump yeah. administration. It needs to be anyone that trampled our constitution blatantly. Agreed. It needs to be. Agreed. It needs to be every single one of them need to be made an example, including of. Democrats. If, if, if including if, Democrats, if Democrats did it, if Democrats did nasty things like people, you know, talk about. I, I used to talk a lot about Jeff Epstein, Jeffrey Epstein's um, uh, murder and the fact that there's never been a real investigation into that. And when I would talk to it... Allegedly. See, and that's the thing, is I don't know what happened. You know, he was certainly in a federal supermax prison that was under the... um, Orbit of the Department of Justice and the Department, the federal, um, the, the federal Bureau of Prisons, which is part of Bill Barr's thing. And so, you know, is it possible that an order from within the government to murder him happened? Yes, yes. it is possible. It, it, if, it, if it didn't happen, then there was gross negligence, and they did a terrible, terrible job at the prison. And it's worth investigating either way, but we never really did an investigation. But the point that I'm trying to make is when I talk to Republicans about um, that, they always say, ha, 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 but you'll find Bill Clinton was also Jeffrey Epstein's friend. And I say I don't care. Not relevant. Because Distracting. Well, because if, if, if Bill Clinton really did diddle little kids or whatever um, – I want him to be prosecuted. That's a crime that is for a crime for a very good reason. Right. You so let's I mean? come back. So yeah. You know that did not happen. That's not the time. Well, of I don't know what happened, but it probably didn't. I, I would it probably put, didn't. I, would I agree. That my thought process and the first thing that comes to my mind is that Hillary Clinton would have mm-hmm. killed him. <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> I don't think she would have got away with it with any other way if you touch a child. But Jeffrey right. Epstein knew so many personal things about President Donald Trump, which blah, throw up in my mm-hmm. mouth, only for another month, if even that. No, 
it's another month in three days, actually. But yeah, exactly. About a month he or three wakes days. up to a brand new reality with no, listen, no presidential powers, no ability mm-hmm. to stop arrested, someone arresting him. And the AG in New York is chomping yep. at the bit to put handcuffs on him. And I can't well, wait. Well, I'm pretty I sure that, bad, that they're going to that bad for me to think that almost. No, not at all. I think that it's appropriate given, as you and I have discussed, the the trampling of the, 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 the rule of law. And look, if he committed tax fraud in New York, they should indict him and prosecute him for it. The, exactly. the fact that, you know, Kelly Loeffler probably committed Ugh. the exact same tax fraud in Georgia, where and she bought a $15 million dollar mansion. They need to exactly. go after her. And, we and don't so need it's, it's people. Like, hold on. We don't need people in mm-hmm. office. In my mind, and I wrote, and I'm going to read what I put on Facebook because I know you don't read social media. But I wrote I a <laughs> heartfelt statement to the American people, and it is time that we take our country back. It is time that we stop mm-hmm. looking the other way when politicians. We have an indicted sitting attorney general in Ken Paxton. Why is he still our attorney general? If you're indicted for on a criminal case, you should not be able to stay in office. Right? He should not be able to stay in office. Well, as a matter of theory, I actually disagree because he's innocent until proven guilty. I think in his particular – you see what I'm saying? No tax fraud has been proven. Uh, Excuse me. No securities fraud has been proven. It's been alleged. But it hasn't been proven in a court of law. So I, I hear what you're saying, but oh, I wait, actually wait, wait, wait. You need evidence mm-hmm. when you go in front of a court? Somebody needs to tell Donald yes, Trump that. Yes. Exactly, exactly, sir. But the, the the thing that's that confuses me about Ken Paxton and about my fellow citizens of the state of Te- of the great state of Texas that I love is that he was under indictment and still won his reelection with by a landslide. Which um, makes our Texan idiots. Or they don't watch TV. Well, uh, See, we got to remember or that. They, or the truth is, is that Texas has one of the, I, I believe it's either the lowest or the second lowest voter participation rate in the country. Um, so something like 47% of registered voters in Texas actually, excuse me, of individuals who are eligible to vote in Texas actually vote. Um, so that's part of the reason, you know, in my opinion, based on my it's an it's anecdote, but based on what I see, um, virtually everybody under the age of, let's say, 35 disfavors Republican policies. There's a few people here and there that are the other way, but the younger generation in Texas is liberal, but they don't vote. Right. So what I'm saying, though, is it would be interesting to see who, who are the voters. And what I'm saying is that mm-hmm. everybody doesn't watch TV all the time like you. I, I don't know if you do, but I know I watch it all the time. I, I read, I read the news country. all day. I would like mm-hmm. to hope that the people that are voting for him do not know that he is indicted. Because I wouldn't vote for him based on don't. that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That music right there means but, but we then, need to take a break. Do we okay, have go. just a couple more minutes? Absolutely, yes, sir. All right. All right, guys. This is All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, John Hollywood. We're heard exclusively by uh, Above and Beyond Decorating and Design. 
210-264-2073. Don't forget to be one of the close to 500,000 people that follows us on social media. We are just now on TikTok. TikTok is my favorite obsession now. I have very much fun on that. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, and I can't even think of all the other ones, but we're on all of them. Right now, stay tuned because, guys, we haven't even begun this show yet. Remember, we have a special guest, iconic Taylor Swift will be joining us later in the show, and you're going to get to do it. Get ready. And I don't know if you're ready for it. Are they ready for it? I don't know. We'll be right back. Driving less. Isn't it time car insurance companies offer a discount for that? At Elephant Insurance, we do. Elephant's new work-from-home discount is simple. The more days you work from home, the bigger your discount. Elephant's easy online tools show you ways to save, helping you find dependable coverage that fits your needs. That's insurance on your terms. See how much you can save with Elephant's new work-from-home discount. Get a quote today at Elephant.com. That service doesn't have fast download and upload speeds. You have. I need to order AT&T Fiber. Click or call now to get a faster internet experience with AT&T Fiber 1 gig internet. With upload speeds up to 20 times faster than Spectrum. Get a faster internet experience for less with AT&T Fiber. And get your home back in harmony. <sighs> Click or call 844-855-1993 to get AT&T Fiber starting at $35 a month for a year. Limited availability in select areas. Are you tired of hearing your phone ring over and over and over again every single day, day and night, and they just won't stop? No matter how many times you block their phone numbers, no matter how many times you tell them that you can't pay them, they still harass you. Hi, this company is called American Wealth Group USA, and they are ready to go to work for you today. If you are tired of not knowing what to do with your debt, they have the answers for you. With over 30 years of experience of the CEO of this company in the credit and debt industry, he knows and his company knows all the ins and outs of what creditors can and cannot do to consumers. So they may not be lawyers. However, they do know the law and they do have access to lawyers. So if this sounds good to you and you are tired of being in debt, let me tell you something. Right now is one of the best times to jump on this. Call 469-399-6390. That is 469-399-6390. You can also find this them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at American Wealth Group USA. Listen. It's a scary thing out there when you have debt, and it's more scary when we have a pandemic that is going on in our country right now, and you're like, okay, what do I do here? Um, Do I pay my bills or do I put food on my table? Let me answer that question directly to you. You put food on your table. Your bills will wait. One good thing about this, though, is that your creditors are sitting back not knowing if they're going to get paid or not. So right now, you need the experience and the expertise of American Wealth Group USA to go to work for you right now and settle your debts for pennies on the dollar. We have settled debts 
owed of American Express of a guy that had cancer. He owed over $140,000. And once we proved to American Express he had cancer, we settled it for $5,000, two payments, and this guy was ecstatic. And by the way, yes, he did survive his cancer. So understand there is something you can do to stop those phone calls, to stop the mail, to stop the just craziness of debt collecting. It is a very frustrating thing, especially if you don't know what they can and cannot do. Also be aware there are a lot of scam artists out there and under federal law, no debt settlement company or debt negotiation company can take any money from a consumer unless they have collected from your creditors. That is not legal advice, it's just the federal law. And we wanna make sure everybody is playing by the rules. So why not give someone a call that knows the rules inside and out, over 30 years of experience, American Wealth Group USA, 469-399-6390, that is 469-399-6390, also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Go ahead and give... Welcome back to All You Need to Know Radio. That is the incomparable, five foot four, beautiful little girl. I've seen her in concert several times. Ariana Grande would love me harder. You know, though, the songs she sings are very sexual. And when I look at her, it's hard not to look at her the wrong way because she's a young little girl. She shouldn't be singing these songs. Welcome back to All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, John Hollywood. We are heard exclusively on Blog Talk Radio every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. If you are brave enough, you're welcome to call into the show right now at 516-531-9990. If you want to be part of the show, press 1. We'll be glad to talk to you. Also, we're sponsored exclusively by Above and Beyond Design and Decorating, 210-264-264. 2073. All right, so almost we're back to the kids trying to find out where they are. This is what NPR is reporting. Despite a federal judge order that the government unite families who had been just separated at U.S. Mexican border under the Trump administration, no no tolerant immigration policy, the parents of over 575 children still cannot be found, according to the court Mm -hmm. document filed just this last Tuesday, the U.S. Justice Department and the American Civil Liberties Union. Thousands of families separated under the policy before the Trump administration ended the practice in 2018. The ACLU successfully sued the government, winning a court case to unite the family. However, thousands of children were united within weeks, but still 575 children are missing. 
legally is the Trump administration you know what I'm going to say are they responsible in any way is there any type of charges that could be brought up against them for 575 kids not knowing where their families are so so here's I have a bunch of things to say about that question and that's a very interesting question so the, the first thing to say is it's actually worse than what was reported in that NPR piece because they hid the fact that apparently ICE knew that there was hundreds of people whose parents, hundreds of kids whose parents were missing, and they hid that fact from the ACLU and the federal judge for um, at least several months. So it's actually even worse than uh, what was reported in that piece you just read, um, is my understanding of the facts. But uh, to directly respond to your question, there's a doctrine under law called sovereign immunity, and it's really hard for the government to be held civilly liable for, like, for example, a um, uh, a kidnapping or false imprisonment of um, these children. I do think that the – there is some potential for civil liability as – I don't want to give bad legal advice over on the radio. Um, uh, I'm not 100% certain about how you could make these individuals criminally or civilly liable. I think the real remedy is political. Um, we need to shine a light on what's actually going on. Um, I read in the New York Times that they're planning on deporting a four-year-old girl who with a broken arm that requires surgery to El Salvador or Guatemala tomorrow. Um, from rushing it through right in our backyard. not in power anymore because that would never happen it, under the Biden administration. Exactly. They also executed someone, I believe, yesterday. The federal government executed a prisoner, I believe, yesterday, which, again, that's something that hadn't been done by the federal government for something like 20 years, or I think it was 18 years. Um, and they restarted it recently under Trump. It's like the cruelty is part of the policy. Um, I think they've executed and, and I, four people almost. What they did is they up right. and they, they, he, I, and I don't understand why, but one of the vengeful things that this uh, sore ass loser president is doing is he is executing people earlier than what they should have been, and I don't know what that what kind of benefit that is to him. Well, that's what I'm saying. The cruelty is the policy. It's. Um, the, there doesn't appear, as you said, I don't understand why. It doesn't, there doesn't appear to be any real benefit, and um, the, you know, the, it's not even like a big part of the GOP's talking points. There doesn't appear to be a political benefit. They're just killing people. Now, of course, those people have been sentenced to death by a jury and a judge, so right. you know, under law, they're supposed to be executed. But there was a – I believe it was a 17- or 18-year moratorium that the Trump administration lifted for no apparent reason, um, and I, I, I guess it's ideological. They believe that the death penalty is correct, but it, it just seems – it's so saddening I, I, you know, that people have no empathy. No empathy. Exactly. The guy has no heart. Right. You know, it's like Wizard of Oz, you know, the one that's behind the curtain. He has no heart. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the thing is, is let's get back to the kids real quick. What is there any yes, advice sir. that you could give a parent 
that is trying to find their child without any help from our government, even though they say they're trying to help, they're not doing shit. Well, yes, actually. I would say don't talk to the government. Talk to the ACLU. Um, <laughs> because the ACLU, which is a I, – I, I, the, the government's a, a, you know, a behemoth, and ICE – um, uh, immigration and Customs Enforcement, a part of the division of HHS. You know, there's a million layers of um, bureaucracy to actually speak with a decision maker. But ACLU is a private organization, and you know, even if there are good people within the government, and there definitely are some people within HHS who are not Trump loyalists who are trying to do this. But um, if you know, I could speak to some. You know, Honduran mother who's gotten deported and doesn't know where her child is. Um, if I could communicate with that person, I would tell them to contact the ACLU um, because the ACLU certainly will listen to them and get them in contact with the right people who are working with the government's attorneys and people at ICE to um, get her daughter back to her. Because if she has been deported, the, the government should send her child back to her country. Um, well, and the other thing is that yeah, the other thing is that Trump isn't going to do anything. Hey, listen, we have a live caller. Right. Let's take this live caller real quick. Hey, guys, sure. thank you so much. This is John Hollywood with All You Need to Know Radio. This is Almost Warwich. Hi, Kevin. Hello. Welcome to the show. Oh, I don't have his microphone on. Hold on. <laughs> hey, Kevin, uh, you there? Uh, Can you hear? Hey, I'm here, buddy. Can you Ground guys hear me? Ground control, the major time. <laughs> I can hey, hear can you, you guys sir. hear me? Yes, sir. Stand here, here. Almost. Kevin, this is Almost. <laughs> hey, Almost. This is uh, this is Kevin. I hope you guys are doing all right. I just wanted to make sure you guys can actually hear me okay. Oh, we can hear I'm you doing well. Sir. I can hear what you breathing you about beautifully. What we're talking about. Perfect. Yeah, so, you know, as a, I'm a Guatemalan descent, and... I am a uh, second-generational American in this country. So, you know, just the Mm -hmm. trauma and uh, that these these little kids are going through, uh, I mean, I can't even begin to fathom um, the type of emotional trauma these guys are going through. And for them to to go suddenly missing, it's pretty much a slap to the face to every every immigrant that wanted to come over here in search of a better life, in search of new Mm -hmm. hope. Uh, it's literally slapping them across the face, and, and to the point where these the, these people that are uh, that are fleeing prosecution in their country, uh, coming here mm-hmm. in, the, in search of a of a better life, they are starting to to kind of rethink the idea of coming over here just because of the way that things have been going on and with the with the Trump administration. Having that mm-hmm. said, um, as far as trying to get these kids a solution to to connect them with their parents. I mean, aside from the ACLU, I think we need to take a little bit more of a proactive approach, uh, blasting them mm-hmm. on social media and, what, and whichever way mm-hmm. we can, whichever avenue we can, uh, to get these uh, these kids and their um, you know belonging to their to their families. Uh, again, it's it's a disgrace uh, whenever you have to bring in children into uh, a political sense. And you know, as far mm-hmm. as where these kids, I mean, they are unaccounted for as uh, they're missing. I mean. The bottom line is that they are not with their families, and that's what needs right. to that's what needs to happen. That's the solution. Um, but yeah, it's disgraceful. You got I some good agree, thoughts. But with, can yeah, you, John, uh, can I with, respond to that, please? Yes, sir. 
Sure. So, Kevin, thank you so much for your impassioned plea. I completely agree with you that it's a slap in the face and a uh, embarrassment to the foundations of this country, which was built on immigrants. Um, I myself am an immigrant, and um, it's I, I completely agree with you. I do want to say that I like the idea. I think it's a good thought to blast them on social media. Um, it's actually illegal um, because they're minors in who are incarcerated. Um, you would need to have clear consent from their parents, and the whole point is we can't figure out where they are. So um, I, I, I like the idea, and I actually think it's a very, very good idea that perhaps it would be wise for Congress or the Biden administration through an executive order to pass some sort of special exemption to the typical prisoner privacy rules. But there are prisoner privacy rules that do prevent – as you would say, blasting on social media, um, even though I think it's a great idea and would probably help. Okay, so let's move to something else. That um, So, guys, if y'all have any questions, almost give everybody your contact information. If you're one of the parents that are looking for your kids, almost can help you with that. I can, not as a professional service, but I would do it for free to help out. Um, my law firm is called Warrench and Nunn, so that's my last name, W-A-R-A-N-C-H-N-U-N-N. You can find us on the web at warrenchnunn.com. My telephone number is 972-863-9592, 972-863-9592. We do uh, business and real estate law, personal injury law, and um, basically anything to do with uh, if you need to sue somebody for money or you're getting sued for money, I can probably help you. We're based out of Dallas, but we also have licenses in Massachusetts and Arkansas. So um, please, if anybody has any problems like that, give me a call. And also, I, like I said, it would not be a professional service of my law firm. But if there is somebody with information about how to connect a child to a missing parent, <laughs> you better believe I'll help out. Give me a call. I knew you would. And I just can't imagine, mm -hmm. like Kevin was saying, how, this is damaging a child's life for the rest of their life mentally, emotionally. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I just got to move on or I'm going to cry. So guess what? I wake up to this it's information. Stephen Miller. He needs huh? to be investigated. It's Stephen Miller. He needs to be investigated and, if appropriate, prosecuted. Part of the Trump administration, he was the architect of these policies. Well, I have a little bit of uh, insight into the w new White House with my speaking with Joe Biden for two minutes on the phone. Hopefully, his interview with yeah. us is going to be in April, by the way. Whoops, I'm not supposed to say Maybe. that, but I did. Oh, well. So, listen to this. I wake up to this on my AP wire. Under fire. Um, Boston aide says, fucker, quote, under the other side. Remind me to code this to show as an epic, uh, explicit show. <laughs> um, uh, it says, could she have used different uh, objectives? Sure, said one Biden official. But if you know Jen, she is a real and she's authentic and she says how it is. Axios sought a response from the transition team, Biden's communication director, Kate Billingfoot posted a tweet saying O'Malley Dillon would be the first to tell her mom doesn't approve of that language. However, at this point, all rules have gone out the window. So mm -hmm. what she actually said 
<laughs> All right. Okay. Get to this. Because uh, I was reading everything. I've never heard of this woman. Have you ever heard of Jen O'Malley? She's supposed to be pretty no, well known. No, my understanding is that my my understanding is that she's a congressional aide, but she's a pretty like a senior one. So, have you heard what she did? Yes, yes, I'm very I'm familiar with the story, and I'm familiar with the sham response by Republicans. And Hillary Clinton has already come out and said that's a sham response. Where were they when Donald Trump was saying all his nasty things? Well, tell the audience though what she said. All the context. Oh, I don't have the exact. I don't have yes, the exact I'm looking quote, it up but it was right something. Now. Al- yeah, uh, it was okay. something along the lines of the the lady. Uh, she called somebody an effer. Um, with, with, with slightly. <laughs> so, you, you said it, not me. Um, well, that's why I said <laughs> I mean to, to code this show as an explicit show, mm-hmm. or I'll get in trouble if yes, you listen to it. O'Malley Dillon also called Senate Majority Mitch McConnell terrible. Mm-hmm. She had, she foreclosed the possibility of working with the Republicans, and she suggested that mm-hmm. Biden was one in part because of his optimism. The president-elect was able to connect with people over this sense of unity. On Sunday, she and Mike Dillon, who will serve as the White House mm-hmm. counsel, laid out Biden's governing approach with her. That's not where I'm looking for. Okay, yeah, O'Malley no, so made darker statements. <laughs> O'Malley made darker statements. She disagrees. She does understand what Joe Biden is doing. However, she has no intentions of letting the Republicans disrespect this uh, president-elect without her speaking about it. The transition has been very, uh, what is the word she's using, obstructionist. They have put mm-hmm. personal lives in danger. And she said the Republicans are a bunch of fucking cowards. There it is. <laughs> and, and you know, here, here's the thing: is I I, I really appreciate people like her. What is I really Trump appreciate said? people like her, and 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 Ocasio Cortez and Katie Porter and Bernie Sanders and other progressive leaders calling a spade a spade. And, you know, the, the reluctance of certain people like, for example, Dianne Feinstein uh, in the Democratic Party to call a spade a spade and say that what you are doing, GOP, when you support – when 17 attorneys general support the Texas attorneys general in a lawsuit to overturn the election, it's sedition. It's arguably – Traitorous. It's true. In the Constitution, when the Electoral College actually certifies the president, isn't it a Mm -hmm. crime or it's a violation of the Senate and congressional rules to disrespect Mm -hmm. the president? And meaning, if you're not calling him by his, that's a sign of disrespect. So, in my opinion, I don't think it's necessarily a crime. But it is certainly a violation Damn, I want of their oath of office. It, well, that's the thing is these, these senators and congressmen are pretty smart, and it's very, very hard to charge them with crimes. Um, they've, they've like for example, I think I told you last week that Kelly Loeffler's insider trading is not a crime because Congress exempted itself from the insider trading rules. Um, Which is bullshit. <laughs> um, well, I agree it's BS, and the 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 
part of the problem with Democratic Party messaging is is the people like Dan Feinstein and Chuck Schumer have been unable to say that's bullshit. And, and right. part of the reason is part of the reason is that they're also being bought and sold by um, uh, powerful interests like the pharmaceutical lobby. But another real, very real reason is that these older people and I. I, I I'm not trying to be offensive. Many of these people who I'm talking about are over the age of 70. Um, These older people hearken back to a time when the Republican Party was a different party. The party of Reagan no longer exists. Um, the, The GOP in 2020 is a personality cult. For, for Donald Trump and stands for the proposition that liberals are evil and I'll get as much money as possible and basically nothing else. They, they don't really seem to stand for fiscal conservatism. They don't really seem to stand for morality. Um, they don't really seem to stand for the rule of law and Anything. democracy. So what, except for the, what, so what except do they stand gain. for? That personal exactly. gain. Exactly. They stand for – Personal gain, corruption, get as much money as possible, and ha, 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 we make liberals cry seems to be their actual policy position. So, Hey, <laughs> hey Kevin. Yes. What do you, uh, as oh, someone that, on the line? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. He's yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. So what do you think about what, mm-hmm. what, what almost is saying, what I'm talking about? And by the way, everybody that wants to read the entire article, which I just looked at it, it's way too long to read everything. Because it's so detailed, even more than what I just detailed it. Go to All You Need to Know mm-hmm. Facebook page, and the entire article is on there. Well, go ahead, Kevin. What do you think? So, as far as uh, the personal gain and uh, you know, just the the whole missing kids, it was. Uh, I just don't like. I just don't see the correlation with the missing kids and you know personal gain and with the with with the Republican Party. Again, um, you know, the bottom line But hold on is, a second. You know, let's, make sure, let's make sure you're addressing what we're talking about. We're talking about them getting away with everything with the with almost telling what we were talking about because he's moving back to the other, please. Yeah, well, no. That, I, I think that my point was that the GOP as, as a whole seems to not really stand for principles – in, in, in 2020, they don't really stand for principles such that you can cooperate with them and compromise with them. The, the, the federal Democrats, Biden, his administration, the Democratic Party in Congress, cannot communicate and cannot um, cooperate and negotiate in good faith with the GOP and the Republicans. And it does tie back into the federal immigration issue because we were just, as we were discussing, there doesn't really seem to be a point to the child separation policy except for cruelty. And so, you know, it's, it's part of what I was saying where, why are they doing this? Part of it is because they don't want immigrants and they want to um, reduce the number of immigrants. But another part of it is ha, 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 let's own the liberals. And it's – so when Biden goes to or, – or leaders on the House floor, Schumer and Pelosi, go to negotiate a deal with the Republican Party, it, you can't negotiate with – I don't want to call them all terrorists, but you can't negotiate with an unreasonable person who won't take a reasonable and principled position. All they really want to do is – own the libs and make money for themselves. So I, I hear what 
uh, the listener Kevin was saying that it is kind of hard to, to, to connect them, but the connection is that the cruelty is the policy, in my opinion. So, That's Kevin, awesome. what's your response to that? Yeah, I, I think that if we really wanted to do something, well, not us, but, you know, the, the, the Republican Party or the White House wanted to really do something about this, um, they would mm-hmm. have done it already. And just to put it as a, as a clear example of what real power is, uh, I'm not too sure if you guys mm-hmm. know, but Microsoft and, and a bunch of, uh, I mean, a lot of departments uh, were actually hacked, uh, the Democratic yes, National Security. Yeah, they were they were hacked, and you no, know we haven't even talked Microsoft, about that yet. Someone in the Microsoft, White House allowed this. I wonder who it was. Probably. probably. I'm sorry, Kevin. Please Allegedly. Proceed. Right. <laughs> uh, so you know, just whenever something like this, you know, it just hits the fan, and we need answers now. Microsoft flexed on all of us, and they got they gathered other uh, other parties involved to go ahead and and just kill. This uh, this uh, this Trojan horse that was affecting mm-hmm. everybody pretty much, and they got to the bottom of it and within four days. Microsoft, right. like a company, us as a nation, we can't even come to the decision to, to the decision of how much stimulus and how much um, how much government help we're actually gonna get. And you know that's for the that's for the people, much less and people mm. they don't really care about right now about immigrant children right now. They got really big fish to fry right now. They can't even come to the conclusion um, of, of joining together uh, and staying there for the American people, even though, you know, we already have a deadline, which is pretty much tomorrow uh, to go ahead and get the <laughs> stimulus checks out. And we haven't even came to that conclusion yet. I don't think they're going to care about uh, uh, looking for these amaz- missing children, whether or not they got sent back to the country or uh, they're just unaccounted for whatever the case may be. I don't think they're, paying close enough attention because it's not benefiting them whatsoever. Hey, almost. Are you okay Can I on time or do you need your two-minute warning? I, I, I really – I have to – I'm sorry. I, ha- I do have to go. Um, I have a family uh, obligation, but um, I, I would like to respond briefly to Kevin and give my two-minute warning if that's okay. Absolutely. You've got the floor, my friend. Thank you, sir. So, um, Kevin, first of all, uh, thank you so much for your explanation, and I agree with you on basically everything you said. Um, and yes, it's a shame that the billi- literal billions of dollars we spend on cybersecurity, a private company can be better than the uh, various CIA, NSA, uh, military intelligence outfits that we pay um, out the wazoo for. And FireEye, the uh, company that was actually hacked, is um, – In my opinion, grossly criminally negligent. It was really, really bad that they didn't catch this for as long as they did and caused a huge, huge problem. Um, But uh, I just want to, in my last few words here on this show, I want to bring it back and um, focus on the next step that's important for our democratic projects in our society. And that is the democratic control of the Senate because of the two Georgia runoff elections in January. they're running very, very close and very, very tight. It's going to be neck and neck. It looks like there's a decent chance it's going to be um, a split decision where, where the Democrats take one and the Republicans take the other, and that is not good enough. If you or anyone you know lives in Georgia, vote for the Democrats immediately. Early voting has already started. Go do it. It's very, very important. If you do not live in Georgia, do what you can 
whether it's volunteering to phone bank, whether it's giving some money, whether it's um, supporting office and Warnock in other ways, or even just something as simple as um, talking to your friends and family who do live in Georgia about the importance of the race. Go out and vote, because if we don't have a blue Senate, it becomes incredibly hard to do things like investigate the issue with the children at the border or solve the cybersecurity uh, issues that plague our nation. So with that, I will um, let everyone go. Thank you so much for your time well, again. Well, let me tell the you one thing real um, quick that I heard today yes, about sir. that election. We are looking a lot Close, better than quickly. we actually thought. Don Ozop. I, I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Um, I'm, I'm still concerned about it, but we'll see what happens. I, I agree. Um, I, thank I you really, so much, my friend. I, I really uh, appreciate everybody, and uh, thank you, John, and thank you, Mr. Kevin, and um, I'll talk to you again next week. All right, thank guys, you. that was the incredible constitutional lawyer, uh, political facts of all kinds, almost warrants. This is Brittany Spears. We need to take a break. When we come back, we are going to do our entertainment watch, and we have a sponsor for, of our entertainment watch. Our entertainment watch is the one and only Taylor Swift will be on All You Need to Know Radio. But before we do that, we'll do our song pick of the week. This is Britney Spears, Until the World Ends. And it's not going to end because Donald Trump is no longer president. We'll be right back. Hey, is anybody out there looking for some advertising that you will definitely get some response from? Well, All You Need to Know Radio is ready to open up our market, and we're only going to be taking just a few people as uh, commercials, and we have an executive sponsor at this time. However, we are always looking for different things. If you're interested in advertising with us, you get personalized service like uh This is John Hollywood, your host of All You Need to Know Radio. I write your own commercial. I ask you a few questions about your business, and um, we can talk about price. We can talk about uh, me voicing the commercial. We can talk about how we can help your business expand, and it won't cost you an arm and a leg. Once again, All You Need to Know Radio wants to know, do you want to make some more money for your business? If you do then go to All You Need to Know Radio on Facebook and let us know. This allergy season, your eyes can feel better. Similison allergy eye drops are made with natural active ingredients, not harsh chemicals. Similison of Switzerland. Feel good about feeling better. 3.30 3.30 in the morning, not a soul in sight. City's looking like a ghost town on a moonless summer night. The rain drops on the windshield, there's a storm moving in. He's heading back from somewhere that he never should have been. And the thunder rolls. This guy's voice just incredibly my skin gets goosebumps when Garth Brooks when the thunder rolls this is all you need to know radio we're back to do our song pick and uh this was actually a treat for me because I consider myself 
pretty uh, knowledgeable in music. But uh, finding this artist was um, a treat. Uh, he he doesn't seem to be a new artist because when I look at his profiles and everything, like social media, he has 68,000 people who follow him on Facebook. But uh, this is our song pick of the week, and it's new, and it's dangerous, and it's in your face. It's called Every Other Memory of You. Take a listen. Other me- memory, every other memory of you. Ryan Hurd is the artist. We did reach out to Ryan before we put this song on the radio. However, it was just a few days ago, so maybe we'll hear from him and we'll get him on the show. We will have Ty Herndon on our show pretty soon. Kristen Chetterwig might be on our show. Reba McIntyre may be on our show, and just a whole list of other people. This show is about to explode even more than it is. And starting in January, you're hearing it first. Our show will be broadcast live on YouTube every single show. So very excited about that. We're getting ready to do our Taylor Swift. Everybody excited? It's our entertainment watch. I'm excited about it. I don't know who could not be excited about it. But right now, we have a sponsor of our entertainment watch, Code Blue Solar. Code Blue Solar. You can find them on Instagram. And we have the owner of the company, Kevin, joining us live. So we're going to bring Kevin on here real quick. Good evening, Kevin, and welcome to All You Need to Know Radio. Thank you so much for your support. Tell America and everyone around the world about... Code Blue Solar. Yes, I appreciate you, John. Um, so, yes, right now, uh, Code Blue, it stands for literally emergency, and that's literally what's happening in this country. High Rates are starting to go up on your electricity bills. There's nothing that you can do about that. However, um, you know, with Biden being elected, there is a ray of new hope, like I said it before, and uh, with they're actually helping consumers, individual homeowners go solar for pennies on the dollar and uh, in the hopes that your light bill is actually going to go away or completely being reduced um, so it can actually help your family out. Right now, it is at 22% for the federal tax incentive. Uh, Code Blue is rated A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. And as far as uh, the solar is concerned, what it does, it eliminates your LIBO by producing your own electricity. There's zero upfront cost, zero dollar installation, and you won't have a bill up until 2022. 
So when you sign with your company, you sign a contract, you do the services, and you make no payment to your company for 12 months. That is correct, John. Yes, so, sir. and you include the air. You include fixing the air conditioner, doing whatever you need to do as far as repairing the roof, whatever it is. It's all put in to a bill that you guys front everything, which is amazing, guys. If you're listening to this and you are having high electric bills, you need to do this because uh, if I don't own my home, but if I did. I would do it in a heartbeat because it's the wave of the future. I mean, it really is because I hear about things about the solar system all the time. So code blue solar, you can find them on Instagram at cold blue solar, go show them some love, their contact information websites on there. Um, How does someone set an appointment with you, Kevin? And what happens when they meet you at that appointment? Yes, uh, so our, they can actually go ahead and book the appointment themselves at www.c, as in Charlie, the word blue, solar.com. And one of our specialized solar executives will go act, act there with you, do an energy analysis, inspect the roof. If the roof uh, is good, then we can go with that. If it needs to be replaced, uh, we'll replace the roof for you guys. Um, and whenever the Whenever the appointment is set up and the energy analysis is made, we actually sent that, uh, send the design to our engineering department. They give us a personalized design for the for the client, and uh, in the hopes that instead of paying a light bill for the rest of your life, you now see an end date, uh, the light at the end of the tunnel, when you will have no more utility bills making the world a better place by by going green and eliminating fossil fuels altogether. And this is being pushed by the government right now with the federal tax incentive that they have in place. It will be going away soon, you guys. So, you know, take advantage of it while you still can. What's making this go away? What's happening is going away. Yeah, so pretty much uh, it used to be at 30% uh, the federal tax incentive, and this just it just went down from tw- from 30% to 26, and now it's at 22. And it's just uh, the deal that they had under the Trump administration. You know, hopefully with this Biden uh, campaign, either they can uh, maybe extend it a little bit further, or you know they might actually eliminate it. But we don't we don't know at this point. Well, I will tell you. I'll tell you. Biden is going to eliminate that because Biden is all for solar paneling. It's one of the it's one of the green new deals. And I think we talked about this before. Biden, that's one thing Biden is on is on a really big. He wants this to happen. It's one of his first things he wants to do in the first hundred days of being president of the United States. So I will put your hopefully to rest. They're not, don't worry about it going away. However, right. you as consumers need to do this right away. That way you will not have an electric bill. I mean, how amazing that you would never have another electric bill. I can't even fathom that. Exactly. And what are the other awesome selling techniques of getting this service, Kevin? Oh, my gosh. I mean, there is just so many. Uh, first, aside from eliminating your light bill altogether, you're 
you know, reducing the amount of carbon dioxide, you're leaving less of a footprint, a carbon footprint on this world. Uh, as we know, climate change is a very real thing. Otherwise, uh, our own government wouldn't be looking uh, so in, in so intently at it. Uh, so aside from the fact that you're doing an environmental impact uh, to those around you and you're in our future because our kids are our future, uh, we're eliminating pollution and the need for fossil fuels and gas um, which is uh, for, which is a good step forward in a in a new and uh, a hopeful future. I think we're making great strides, and the American people know it. And it's just time to act on it. Uh, you know, Germany and uh, Europe they're on first class with uh, with everything that has to do with with solar. We need to get back on top and just hammer it home to everybody. Make it a household name. That's what we're trying to do with Code Blue Solar. It's time. I, I I agree with you, and that's why I'm very excited that our new president is 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 jumping on top of this because you know Donald Trump used to make jokes at his hateful campaign stops that oh honey is with the wind blowing the other way so we can't watch TV tonight. I think I'd like to watch football, but the wind's blowing the wrong way. It was just so stupid. So everybody out there, Code Blue Solar cellular solar excuse me code blue solar what's your telephone number for people to contact you at buddy yeah uh they can contact us directly at uh 214-292-0497 and our information uh in case you want to get in contact with an energy specialist uh you can actually go ahead and uh, book that on online yeah you can either do it as a virtual meeting which i would highly suggest uh, amidst, amidst this whole pandemic, or you may have a representative go to your house. Of course, they will have a mask on and gloves on um, following uh, regulatory uh, protocols. See, you took the next words out of my mouth. What are you doing to, uh, as, as far as the COVID protection for your customers? So that's awesome. You're already thinking that, that far ahead. I'm, I'm very, very excited. I'm just very excited about the service. It's something that I would have never known if I hadn't met you. But I'm being told Taylor Swift is on the line. So get ready, guys. Are you ready? This is for uh, the Entertainment Watch. This is brought to you by Code Blue Solar. And here is the one and only music icon, Taylor Swift. Okay, so it is 8.30 in the morning, and why am I awake, you ask? Well, kind of a long story. Um, I sort of unexpectedly started writing the new album, and at that point I was just like, oh, just I'm just writing songs in quarantine, and then there, it just became an album really quickly and really, really kind of beautifully, surprisingly, and... So, you can't go into studios now because they're all closed, and I've never recorded anywhere else. Um, and I know that other people do this all the time, so it's actually not that special, but I'm freaking out over it. We built a home studio in my house, and so it's like I'm going to do vocals today in my house. It's, I'm very excited about it. 
Okay, so over there is where my recording booth is, and then on the other side of the wall, Laura! Hey. Captured the spirit of the whole record with that song, with the one in, in the sense of just the way it opens. Um, I'm doing good, I'm on some new shit. <laughs> Saying yes instead of no, and I was like, is she talking about writing songs with me and everything else at the same time or something? I think, it has a new me I think it has a double meaning. The, the opening the album with the words, I'm doing good, I'm on some new shit, and saying yes instead of no, um, it, it applies to the situation that the song is written about where, you know, you're updating a former lover on what your life is like now and trying to be positive about it. But it was also where I, where I am creatively, where it's like, I'm just saying yes, I'm just putting out an album in the worst time you could put one out. I'm just mm. making stuff with someone who I've always wanted to make stuff with as long as I've been a fan of The National. And I'm just going to say yes to stuff. Yeah. And it worked out.
I mean, to me, the whole thing starts with my tears ricochet. Yeah, chronologically, that's the first thing. I wrote that one alone, and it was, it's definitely, I think, one of the saddest songs on the album. Yeah, I think it's one of the best songs you've uh, written. Oh, thanks. Which is, I think, why you crowned it as a track five. Yeah, picking a track five is, is sort of a pressurized decision, but I knew from day one this was probably going to be it. Um, kind of a song about karma, yeah. it's a song about greed, it's a song about how somebody could be your best friend and your companion and your most trusted person in your life and then they could go and become your worst enemy who knows how to hurt you because they were once your tr most trusted person. The worst betrayal. Yeah. It does remind me of people going through a divorce and having that person that they swore to be with forever then become the person that they spend most of their time talking shit about. Yeah, and it is that ultimate betrayal when someone, you know, messed you up from the inside. Mm -hmm. Writing this song, it kind of occurred to me that in all of the superhero stories, the, the hero's greatest nemesis is the villain that used to be his best friend. Yeah. Um, that sort of thing. When you think about that, you think about how there's this beautiful moment in the beginning of a friendship where these people have no idea that one day they'll hate each other mm. and try to try to really take each other out. I yeah. mean, that's, that's really sad and terrible. But, but that's the bird's eye view quality of the song that I think is so unique because in, they're, they're both great, but, but sometimes you write like very in the moment. Yeah. And you're like, this happened and this is how I feel. And I love that. But uh, this song, which is interesting that it's the first one that happened because I think it became a huge theme on the album, is it's very pulled back. Mm -hmm. It's very pulled back and, and commenting on the whole experience of it. Um, it's very powerful to me. Okay, so it is 8.30 in the morning, and why am I awake? Justin is a, is a, one of the greatest ever. Uh, William, 
I never got to meet. There's been a lot of discussion about William Bowery and his identity, because it's not a real person. It's not? Jack. <laughs> I'm doing a bit. It's <laughs> a bit. That would have gone on forever. What? <laughs> Who? When? So, William Bowery is Joe, as we know. And Joe, Joe plays piano beautifully, and he, he's always just playing and making things up and kind of creating things. And Exile was crazy because Joe had written that entire piano part, that dun 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 and it was singing the Bonnie Bear part, that I can see you standing, honey, with his arms around your yeah. body, laughing, but the joke's not funny at all. And you I, too? yeah, he was just singing it Jesus. the way that the whole first, first verse is. Wow. And so. I was entranced and asked if um, we could keep writing that one. And pretty, it was pretty obvious that it should be a duet because he's got such a low voice and it sounded really good sung down there and yeah. in that register. And then um, we're really, really, really big Bonnie Bear fans. And, you know, so cool. we know that Aaron knows him. But we, <laughs> I, was, I was too afraid to suggest it. But I, I just, when I sent it to Aaron, I was like, this is uh, hopefully a duet. We, I don't know who with, who would it be with, who do you think would be good with this? And Aaron was like, I think Justin would love this. And you're like, really? Like, okay, that could be interesting. I yeah. couldn't say it. I couldn't say really? it. Is that really what happened? No, I couldn't say it with, my, with words because if, he, if I would have said it and he would have gone to Justin and Justin would have said no, it would have hurt too much. Interesting. And we, when we talked about it, I was like, I think he's going to be really inspired by this. And, when, and then we sent it to him, and he was. And then the process of working on it and, and what he sent back, and he wrote, like, we oh. didn't, you didn't ask him to write anything, but he wrote, yeah. this, he wrote this, like... He wrote this amazing bridge. <laughs> he wrote, so step right out, there is no mouth. And, like, that whole bit. I kept thinking <laughs> this isn't really going to happen. Like, Justin is going to change his mind about this because this isn't a part of my reality there's no way that this is going to happen he's gonna he's gonna record the vocals and then decide he doesn't want to be on the record and then it just never that just never happens like he just he just is on the album and he's just the coolest and and that's what's happening
Tennessee. That was the one and only Taylor Swift. Now, what you need to do is get, if you have Disney Plus, you need to go and get, get Disney Plus. Because what Taylor Swift did is she took the album that she was just doing right there. It's called Folklore. And it has sold more records than any other album than she has ever done. And so it's also important to note Taylor Swift has changed the music industry after her worthless manager, Scooter Braun, selling her masters right underneath her and um, was just a really shitty thing for her manager to do. So what did Taylor Swift do? She's a force to be reckoned with in the music industry. She started her own music label, and any artist that signs with Taylor Swift owns their masters from day one. So go on Disney Plus, and you can watch the entire special. It starts off with letting her tell you what music means to her. She talks about every single song. We only played like three or four for time on the radio, but the out the she's ever recorded ever. So make sure you do it. You'll you will not be disappointed. Also, guys, we have some really cool things that are coming up. Make sure you stay tuned. Make sure you're following us on all social media so that um, you don't miss out. We don't want you to miss out. You might miss out, though, if you do not do what you're supposed to do. So, I am hoping. But anyway, so that's Taylor Swift. Make sure that you guys, I don't know if we just have some technical issues, because I can't tell either way whether my that wasn't plugged in or whatever. However, but Taylor, uh, go to Disney+. Plus. Yeah. 